0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Voices of Roller On. This is episode one of the second season. We're back, and we actually recorded this episode last week when we said it was going to come out on the 16th, but we had technical difficulties, and the recording application that we were using glitched out, crashed and deleted everything. So we only had like thirty seconds of the episode out of like almost an hour. So that's why we didn't release an episode last week. And yeah, this is the same thing of last week. So um this week won't be a new um topic. It's gonna be the same like retail work topic that we're gonna discuss. So yeah. Um, y'all know me. I'm Anthony Perez, the co-host of the podcast with uh, guest star today, and my other co-host here. If y'all like to introduce those,
1: Allison Ray, with our little guest star here,
2: Alan
0: Burrett. yeah I think this is his third time. I think his second one was a superpower one. If y'all remember yeah. that one.
1: Um, Yeah, this is his third maybe
0: his fourth. It might be his fourth. Probably third or fourth, but it does not pass fourth. Um Yeah, so to get started, my past work experience, it was only one job, but it was for nine months and it was as a customer service associate at Walgreens. Um I think like June of twenty twenty one to February twenty twenty two. Maybe eight months, but um, that job taught me a lot for how, like, short that time span was. But it definitely, like, opened my eyes to how customers treat the workers at a job. And I don't know. It's just, like, there's a lot. That we're going to discuss. That's my work experience. if um, you guys would like to talk about yours.
1: Yeah, sure. I'll talk about mine. So I worked at a grocery store. That is local to my area. Called Giant Eagle. I worked there for what? Five-ish years? That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I worked in the hot foods department. So if you've ever been to a Walmart. Like the people who make like the chicken and stuff like that the pre-made food basically that's what I was um doing there for five years working night shift and then switching to morning shift after about probably three years I switched over to morning shift um yeah that's what I did for five years of my life that were miserable alpha what did you do
2: so, I worked at a, like, local Arby's. It wasn't owned by the actual, like, franchise. It was, fra- you know, franchised out, so. Uh, but I worked at the Arby's for about four to five years, on and off between um, college. Oh. but there was,
0: well, mm, that won't be retail, so I guess that doesn't count. Um. Yeah. So, as you can see, we have a grocery store worker, a fast food worker, and an actual, like, store worker. So, you'll see how customers treat um, based on, like, the services we do. But, um, do you guys want to start with, like, the things we liked about the job? Because, honestly, it's shorter for me, so I want to, like, get that out of the way.
1: Yeah, what do you start guys want to start with,
0: like... I don't um, know how like much
1: this. Alpha liked about his job, but... Yeah, you can he was going to let me tell you.
0: <laughs> so, good or bad, y'all?
1: Good.
0: Okay. So, um, starting off, the only thing I really liked about my job was the actual coworkers itself. And some of the co-workers... Um... There was this one like my work quote unquote like best friend was like this really old man who was like in his 60s and he was like a mentor to me and like a work father where he was like having patience for me and he never expected like he never he never had expectations in a good way so like he would never be disappointed or anything because like obviously it's your first time doing this like i don't expect like much kind of yeah like he would always like have my back. And he would always teach me stuff. And if I would mess up, he's like, it's fine. we we'll do mistakes all the time. Like, the manager's even like pressed about like the smallest thing. So, like he would just put me to the side if anything happened. But yeah, he like, was like my favorite one. Um, that was really the only good thing about my job because, other than that, it was so stressful and they had me doing a million things. And looking back at it, I went above and beyond for just what I was getting paid. But yeah. Um, Ali, if you would like to discuss what you liked about your job, <laughs> I think it took me like a minute. So, um,
1: yeah. So, again, like I said, what I probably liked most were, for the most part, my coworkers, right? So I worked the night shift. The night shift generally tended to be younger people who were working it so people around my age and their 20s stuff like that um and they were all really cool we um kind of formed a friend group and they became kind of my like main friends that i would hang out with um for example the one like just got married a few weeks ago and i was like his best man for his wedding we would have never met if we didn't like work there together um So yeah, I made some really, really, really good lifelong friends um, from working there, which is awesome. Um, The other thing that I liked looking back working there was that it very much taught me how, like, patience and um, how to be patient with people. And it taught me how to, like, I want to say diffuse tense situations or yeah. deal with difficult people, I guess mm-hmm. is another way to say it. Where <laughs> I worked, it was, like, um, a really weird area because we had people coming from, like, the inner city there because it was closest grocery store who were <laughs> generally, like, not as well off, stuff like that. Um, we had some crazies who went in there as well. Some probably certified, certified you know, very people who should probably have been in a hospital, but we don't have those here anymore. Um, and then we had lawyers and stuff as well, because where we actually were was like a uh, like rich area kind of thing. So we had a very, very um, diverse group of people who would come in there. Um, and yeah, so it just taught me how to deal with a, a lot of uh, different walks of life. I should say, Alpha. What did um or Alan? What did you like about working at um where Arby's?
2: I definitely enjoyed well at first. I definitely enjoyed working with my coworkers there because a lot of them were also high school kids when I was in high school and I first started. I knew a lot of them and it was really fun because I was friends with them. So working with your friends is obviously a fun time, but um later on, when i they all like went their separate ways after graduation stuff it i I still enjoyed working with some of the workers for the most part <laughs> it it became like your not sister. my favorite <laughs> not my favorite thing <laughs> my sister was uh it was the your sister would I... just
1: always force you to help her
2: when you have the day off. <laughs> <She'd> have... <laughs> yeah, cause she get busy. Cause they never scheduled enough people, but that's all. Mm, I felt that. Um, but what I did also like was how much I grew from the job. Like, I when I first started out, I was like definitely like more socially awkward and. Was anxious about like greeting new customers and talking to people that I never mm-hmm. seen before, or anything like that. So it really helped to develop my communication skills, which wow. I really do appreciate. Um, which is an, which is probably one of the other aspects that I like of the job, and it also came with some nice benefits. So, um, at the Arby's that I worked at. When we were working, we got a free meal, and when we were not working, we got a fifty percent discount, and we got free drinks as well. So it was obviously nice, especially when you're (laughs) like, (laughs) like on low budget, like kind of shit. Because it wasn't a very well-paying job.
1: Because at the same time, you're working (laughs) at RVs.
2: I wasn't getting paid well, (laughs) but I. Did get half off food, so that's
1: nice. We only got like 10% off. We
2: were usually also allowed to like take home stuff at the end of the night that wasn't like that we already like made that wasn't getting sold that you can't just like put back. So
1: that made me remember something that I didn't talk about last episode, but now I really want to. So thanks for that comment, Alpha.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But that's pretty much what I enjoyed.
0: Yeah. Um. So if that's everyone's like thing that they enjoyed, I guess. Um. Let's start with what we hated about the job. Well, I want to do this like organized. So I want to start with like management into like how much work you were doing as a worker because of poor management. And then how the customers treated you when you were working and stuff. And then, like, after that, we could just talk about, like, uh anything else, really. Like, stories or something of the audacity of some customers. So, um, I'll start off. The management at my Walgreens, it... <sighs> It wasn't too bad in the way that, like, my manager would kind of be on top of stuff if it needed to get done a little bit. But scheduling was so poor. People would be coming off or calling off, and she wouldn't tell us. Like, on some days, I quite literally just, I did not feel like going to work. So I would tell her, like, hey, I'm not coming in today. And then she wouldn't tell my coworkers. Because I would come in the next day and they would tell me like, hey, did you tell so and so that you're not coming in? And I'm like, yeah, I literally texted her. And then I showed them the text and she's like, wow, she didn't tell us you were coming in. So we didn't know that. And obviously, since they're going to be short on people and they didn't expect it. They were not equipped to like properly deal with the day. And it always made me feel bad. Come like, because like, damn, like, girl, you can't let. People know I'm not coming in. And she would do that for everyone. So she would never communicate well. Um She would be, like, super picky on, like, the littlest things. Because my store closes at 11.30 p.m. And by 11.15, everything that I had to do was done. So I would just sit there at the photo booth on my phone. And... She would go through the cameras and then complain to my shift lead that I wasn't doing anything for the last 15 minutes of work. And I'm like, I did everything that is on my task sheet a few hours ago. And I was at the front when I wasn't supposed to, helping them. And I did the extra stuff that they wanted to do, like cleaning and then mopping and facing and... I just like, what do you want? Like, even though you're the manager, like, I promise you, those 15 minutes are not going to be the difference of the day. Like, let me tell you. And then there was some drama happening, and it kind of, like, split the stores, or the, the store and, like, two sides. And she wouldn't, like, stop the drama, she would kind of feed into it by trash talking the workers. And I'm like, why are you doing this and you're like pushing fifty? Like let's be for real right now. Yeah, um scheduling was a mess. Being a good leader was a mess. Um she'd be on top of you for the dumbest things and I don't know. It definitely felt like my experience could be a lot better. If she was better with the scheduling, because. I told her I wouldn't be able to come in on Sunday and some weekend night. There was this one time that she put me on Sunday when I literally had texted her like a week ago on my new schedule because it was a new semester. And. She was like. Oh, well, you're going to have to come in. Like, I don't know what to tell you, but you're scheduled for Sunday. And I'm like, I told you i can't come in sunday and i didn't i did not because what is she gonna do i can't come in but yeah that was uh my scheduling shenanigans with my manager um i don't know if you guys have anything like that but
1: yeah yeah definitely so like mine uh, management awful completely awful i think in the five years that I worked in like the hot foods department, let's see, we mm-hmm. had, I think, seven managers. That sounds right. Jesus yeah, I Christ, I only had one. A lot. Um, store managers, pretty, stay pretty consistent. Um, mm-hmm. The biggest issue with the store managers were uh, they were all family to the owner. Um even the HR reps were family to the owner. So if you had a grievance against one of the managers, you literally couldn't do anything. Yeah. Was... Who are you gonna tell? The fucking um one manager's wife, like what? Um, whose siblings with all the other managers? Like, it was very, very uh, what's what's the word? Nepotist Yes,
0: nepotism- it was very um
1: Nepotism nepotistic. centered, nepotistic centered. What? I guess, yeah, that word um, centered place. Even the uh, department managers were still, for the most part, um, related to like the owner of the store because it wasn't um, a corporate store; it was a franchise, kind of like um, Alan's Arby job, um, mm. which is horrible. They could do like basically whatever they wanted as long as they were following some type of guideline for the most yeah. part. Um the store managers, will start off there. Awful human beings for the most part. There was one that was like really nice and funny and we all loved. And like he usually worked night shift, so that was like awesome because he let, he would get less get away with like so much, which was mm-hmm. great. His name was Glenn. He was an amazing human being. I love Glenn. Um he ended up like spraining his shoulder or something though so he ended up going and having to go work somewhere else because he couldn't like lift the heavy stuff anymore Mm because the store managers would have to like break down the trucks and stuff like that um which sucked but love glenn shout out to glenn um there was another one his name is escaping me off the top of my head right now there was like there was like three store managers oh oh jeff jeff was his name that just sounds like an asshole name, right? Jeff. Um, ex- He would like always yell at us for the stupidest thing. It'd be like, for example, we like made rotisserie chickens and like our rotisserie mm-hmm. chickens would generally have to be out on the shelves at like 11 o'clock. It'd be like 1030 and we'd be like getting them into containers to bring them out. And he would come flying over to us yelling at us. Why are there no chickens out yet? And we're like, A, it's not even time. B, you're literally watching us do this right now. Like, getting them out of the rotisserie. Can you calm Mm -hmm. down? Or, like, once the whole pandemic thing started, um, there's this whole thing where someone wore a Black Lives Matter mask. So, or, and someone, like, one of the customers got upset and complained to the managers. So then the store said you can't wear any, like, Black Lives Matter mask. Well, then they figured, oh, we probably shouldn't say that because that seems like... Really sus, right? Because people were wearing mm. Trump ones and stuff like that. Um, So then they said you can't wear any writing on your masks. Um, And I would always wear one that had like a Y on it because it was like I went, the college I went to was YSU. So we got them mm. for free from our college and it was a really, really comfy mask. I don't know what material that was made out of, but mm, it was the most comfortable mask I've ever worn. Um, so I would always wear it because it was the only one that, like, didn't hurt my ears and stuff like that. Um, and what annoyed me is he would yell at me for wearing that one because it had a Y on it. But then other people who were working, um, like, front end would walk by him with, like, full-on writing on their masks and he would say nothing to them. Like, at all. And I'm like, seriously, dude? He, like, just purposely looked to get into fights with people from our department for some reason. Which is really annoying. He would like the one time he told me because I, I did this multiple times to him because he's everyone fucking hated him, including me. My department managers had no issue with it. Um, he told me literally to take it off in the middle of the store, and I'm like, it's a no. I'm not gonna do that, dude. It's a pandemic. I'm not gonna take it off and walk somewhere else and grab a mask without one on, dude. Like it was like in the middle of like, I think it was like summer 2020 when that happened. So, you know, when things were really popping with COVID. Um, yeah. Horrible. Hate Jeff. No shout out to Jeff. Um, the department managers were interesting. We had, we had one, the one that right before I quit was awesome. I loved him. He was, he was like a hard worker and stuff. Me and him were best buds. Um, the ones before that were awful, though. Especially Larry. Larry was the one when I started, and he became a store manager. And now I guess now he's department manager again, now that I'm gone. Um, but he sucked. Let me tell you a little bit about mm-hmm. Larry. This man... Would he yell at everyone to clean up their mess, but then when he would go do something, he would leave the most massive mess in the entire fucking world for us to clean up from him. I'm like, dude, do as you say. Like, come on. He would literally always yell at the morning people to clean up their mess. But then when it comes to him, he would literally leave like six tables dirty in the department.
2: My Just God. like a fucking
1: hurricane, it looked like, would come through whenever he would come through and do something um let's see one time oh well, actually this happened a few times so if my schedule like i had to take off certain days because i was in school i was in like the honors program at um, my college so i would have to take off days for like stuff um for that volunteer stuff all that i was also in the marching band and when i was in the marching band our college actually ended up going to the national championship so we had to go with them to play. So I put, and I usually worked weekends because that was kind of when I was the most free. Like obviously if I'm doing school like Monday through Friday, I didn't really have things going on on the weekends. So that's when I would like usually work. That's when I mm-hmm. said I was free for the most part. Um, So like that weekend I had to like request off because we had to go down to Texas to play for the game. And I kind of had to do it because it was like, we got graded and everything for marching band. I wasn't going to, missed the opportunity to play in, like, a national championship football game, right? It was awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, Literally, on the bus to Texas, he calls me. On the bus from Texas, actually, sorry. He called me. He was like, where are you? And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, you're supposed to be working right now. And I'm like, I requested off work. He's like, well, can you still come in? And I'm like, no, I'm in (sighs) Texas. Texas. more than once by the way as well one time i was down in dashville and for a family reunion and i had requested off you know and i always put wire requests off too so he damn well knew i was not in the state. um and he scheduled me for the for one of the days to work and i like i saw it at least this time i saw it like before the day came they would usually post mm-hmm. it like I think, um, the national championship weekend, I was supposed to work on that Sunday and he p- didn't post a schedule till Saturday. And I was also gone on that Saturday. So like, I literally did not see that I was supposed to work because he posted it the day before I was supposed to be there. Um, yeah, I... when I was in Nashville though, I had a friend like send me a picture of the schedule and I was like, what the fuck? Why the fuck did he schedule me on this, on this Sunday? I'm supposed to be in Nashville. I was in Nashville at the time that my friend sent it to me. So I called the store and he was like, well, I don't know if I'm going to be able to find someone to replace you to work that day. You should have told me beforehand. And I was like, I literally put in a request off for a reason. And then he would get, he was such a little bitch because anytime you would do something like that, um, Rick had to call off because he literally did not like put in when you had requested off, he would put you on dishes, which was the worst job in the kitchen for the next, like, three weeks. Which was awful. Because, like, the dishes, you were just, like, literally doing dishes for seven hours and we did not have a dishwasher. Like, an actual machine dishwasher. So everything was <clears throat> hand-washed. Horrible. <clears> throat>
0: throat>
1: throat> um, it was very <throat> annoying. And then, um, What else about managers? Oh, yeah, and then our scheduling in general was awful. So what it was was you would generally have eight to nine people working the morning shift and usually two to three working the night shift. Very big difference, especially when you consider the night night shift was two to nine. The morning shift was like eight to like two, two or three. And our like rush time was usually one o'clock until like six o'clock so for Mm -hmm. the most part those like eight or nine people would not have much to do in the morning they just had to get stuff set up and then you would just stand around for the rest of the time Mm -hmm. where night shift we had to tear everything down and wait on like three or four different rushes that we would have in that time with just two of us and run a bar as well because the bar opened at two because there was a uh, there was a bar attached to it for some reason. Yeah, horrible scheduling, um, horrible managers in general. Really, I don't know if they were misogynistic or like bigoted. Um, man- well, they were probably both actually. Um, <laughs> managers, and it was very obvious. Um, yeah, except for Glenn. Shout out to Glenn. That's my experience with my, um, managers. Alan, do you have any managerial experience that you would like to speak about?
2: Uh, well, the managers at Arby's were definitely not like your managers. They were pretty good about the scheduling, but where they fell flat, because we had multiple managers as well, so... You had, like, the shift lead managers as well as, like, the actual, like, one that does the scheduling and all that. The one that does the scheduling was would close Friday nights and usually was, like, really strict on how to, like, how you're supposed to close and stuff. Whereas all the other managers were much more relaxed with everything. The one manager, um, one of the ones that were, like, way more relaxed, they... Literally would, like, almost never help you during the night, though. Like, as... Like, because part of the manager's job is to, like, if we're in a rush, is to help, you know, like, get through the rush. Or, like, if you're behind, they help you when you're behind. And they just don't. They usually, like, they would be in the back, like, on their phone or, like... They'd be talking to someone, distracting someone somewhere, instead of, like, helping you when you are having a rush. So the one time I ended up... It was just shortly after a, the remodel that we had gotten, which was, like, at the beginning of when I started working there. And I was closing drive through, and I was just getting slammed constantly throughout the fucking night with orders. And so by the end of the night, I had a bunch of dishes that I needed to do, and I had no time to do them throughout the whole night. So typically managers would have helped you get those dishes by either doing them or like they would take over orders and while you go do the dishes. But instead, they were just like nowhere to be found almost. And so I was there till like midnight. And when we closed at ten, I was there from ten to midnight just doing the dishes, because of that. So that really made me mad. And then another manager. When I came back after like some time, like uh school and stuff, a different employee that I worked with became manager, and. They were training so I understand why like it was they weren't as helpful because they didn't really know how to do anything, but like they worked the job long enough to know like. Like, oh, managers typically do help you with stuff or like, you know, like that kind of stuff, so they just ended up not doing that either so they would just would leave drive through by themselves and then drive through would just get slammed and have to be there late i think the one thing that pissed me off the most there about managers though was the another manager who is no well no longer was a manager because of it um who later on got demoted but like not specifically at the the time of this issue they were I don't know. They were, I don't know if they were just having a bad, bad weeks, bad months, bad year. I don't know. But like, they would walk out constantly. Like, it was at least once a week they would walk out and not come back. Like, you're the fucking manager. How are you going to be the one that walks out and leaves everybody else to like. Like, how are you going to walk out like that? Like, you got pissed off and now you're just. Not decided to that you <laughs> oh, you're done with work today.
1: <laughs> that happens our pissed, Starbucks.
2: What pissed me off more was when I came back that time because I always ask if I can come back and the owner always makes sure that I can and that uh, the, he'll like make room for me. And when I came back, I asked if I could. Come back and make $8 an hour, because they were making seven seventy five at the time. I asked to come back Explained. for $8 an hour. And they told me, sorry, it wouldn't be fair to everyone else that I would be making $8 while they make seven seventy five.
0: dollars Have they been working as long as you? No.
2: No? Not only that, but I had, um, I didn't, like, no call, no show at all, or anything like that. Like, here you are having managers who make around, like, who are making probably around $13 to $14 an hour, walking out and not even getting fired for it.
1: If it makes you feel better at Giant Eagle, um, the employees now make, like, $11, and the managers only make 12 still. Mm. And they have to schedule and everything, and they only make $12 an hour. Cause they keep raising like the employee wage because no one wants to work there, but then they are, won't raise the manager wait rate wa- wage. Hmm. And then yeah. when I was working there, they had raised um the normal employees to I think um nine dollars by the time or no ten dollars by the time I quit. And generally, we would get a whole quarter of a raise every year. That's all they could give us was a quarter raise. But they want to raise our pay with the raises, if that makes sense. So I was there working for five years. I had gotten probably like six or seven raises in that time. But I was still mm-hmm. making the same as a new employee. Because they would just put you to whatever they um, were giving the new employees. They want to put your raises on top of it.
2: That's what they did at Arby's as well.
1: Such shit.
2: Like, if you started there and or you were somebody that worked there for 10 years, you were making the same amount.
1: Yeah, exactly. Which is why, like, they um they cannot find anyone to work to the point where we used to have, our shifts used to be from, like, people would get in at, like, 7 or 8 a.m., and then the last shift would leave around 9 or 10 p.m., and now I think the last shift leaves right around 5 p.m., and they come mm-hmm. in right around, like, 9 or 10 a.m., because they can't find the workers, because people will go and, like, and they were doing this back then, too. It's just the fact that me and my friends had enough, so we all pretty much left and completely screwed them out of their entire night shift because we were the only people working night shift. Um, but what people would do is they would go there and get trained for, like, two weeks, and then they would quit and apply for the Walmart down the street because they were making a good 6 to $7 more an hour than we were for the same exact job. Mm. Yeah, fun
0: stuff. Yeah. Um. That's everyone's like management stories. Um, I want to get into what management had us do now and all our tasks and everything we had to do, with how much we were getting paid. So, um, I don't think I had mentioned this yet, but I was getting paid. $13.21 originally it was 13 but then they gave me a $0.21 cent raise when they rehired me because my first job was a temporary position there but then they gave me the permanent one so um they had me do a whole bunch of different things that I feel like the pay didn't really like reflect that um they had me at the front doing cashier stuff. Uh, as a cashier, you had to do the tasks on the paper that it that they gave you. You had to like keep an eye on the store in case anyone stole or anything or was about to steal. You had to stop any suspicious activities with gift cards because we're well, getting so gift cards, which a lot of scams happen with them. Let me tell you. Um, if there's like any error or anything, you have to call a manager and come help. And then you have the customers like being hard headed, wanting to speak to the manager himself. And it's just like cashier is a job in itself, just alone, being at to the register. Um, then they had me at the photo booth. I would have to take passport photos. And a lot of the time, the people that would come in for passports were Spanish. So I had to come in because I was the only Spanish speaker. There at the job, no one else was, and I would have to do it for them. I would have to do any photo orders while being at the register, too. By the way, which is on the opposite side of the floor, um, I would have to be there every Wednesday to unload the truck, which would take about two to three hours on average. The longest was four. Sure, this was like an hour and thirty, I think. Um it was a like that was like the most tiring thing, but I knew that when I would come in on Wednesday for that, that was gonna take up the majority of my time, so I didn't really mind. Um I would also have to like restock the floor and whatever, clean out the toads from like the merchandise that we have. Um I would also, I would like double up as a janitor because for some reason, my management just thought that, oh, we don't need a janitor. We could just have our workers do it. So we would have to go and clean both of the bathrooms. And They were always a mess because people apparently don't know that a toilet is there. So you can do whatever your business is in it. They would do it on the floor. They would do it on the rim, and I'm like, "Are y'all like y'all are too old to be doing this? Get it together." So yeah, you were like a janitor. You were a photo technician, which is what the actual job is called. Um, you were a cashier, register, all in one. Because guess what? You are a customer service associate, and I don't think that was thirteen worth thirteen dollars because you. At least on the weekends when I would work, they had two people on the floor until 12, maybe even one, and we were there since eight. I would have to be at the front while my shiftly was in the back room, counting the money of the register and stuff, making like, everything's oh, okay, <clears throat> or in the safe, I mean, and I would be on the floor, I would have to go open up the locked items in the aisles for customers while also having to be at the register which was a pain to the customers because they were always getting mad at me um <clears throat> i had to keep watching the store and I had to go to the photo booth while being under the register and it was like back and forth it was too much for just two people for five four or five hours you would expect the morning to be kind of dead because everyone's asleep but no Everyone was there at 8 a.m. in the goddamn morning on a weekend. Either getting ready for birthdays with their birthday cards, buying balloons and stuff, or doing some, like, weekend little shopping or whatever. It was a mess. And I would also have to, like, double up as a translator because, again, I'm in Miami. There's, like, a lot of Cubans here. And... My area doesn't really have a lot of Spanish speakers, so I was the only Spanish speaker in that store. I would also have to be back and forth from my cash register all the way to the opposite corner of the store to the pharmacy to go translate, and it was it was a mess. I don't think it was worth thirteen dollars.
2: Um, yeah.
1: So with mine um so we had the two different shifts, right? And I worked both. I started off as a night shift. And uh when I started there, we were making 8 10 an hour. Mm-hmm. Um and some of our like I said, we would usually have not including our dishwasher cuz um We had, like, someone who was, like, a full-time dishwasher, and that's all she did. She did not help a customer. She didn't do anything else except for wash dishes. Um. So, so I don't really count her, because that's literally, like, all she did. So we would only have, like, two, maybe, if maybe, if we were lucky, three people working the night shift. And we had an entire front-back list, I think there was like usually 40 things on that list that we would have to get done while we waited on customers. Our shift was like 2 to 9 p.m. Um, we would have to start off, you get in whatever. We would have to cook everything that they need for tomorrow's shift, for the morning shift tomorrow um all the stuff that they need cold to be able to put out for what we call like grab and go it's just like cold food people could grab and like heat up in their microwaves at home or ovens whatever we would have to make them all of that stuff because for some reason they couldn't make it themselves even though for the last like four hours they would just stand around and talk so Mm -hmm. we'd have to make them all of that food which was usually a massive list probably like I think we'd usually have to make them at least two entire boxes of like boneless chicken which was six drops in our fryers we'd usually have to make them fries we'd have to make them sometimes turkey like during thanksgiving whole ass turkeys and shit um generally when we would come in there would be no food left in the hot case so we would have to start making a bunch of food for in there because morning shift people didn't care. They were like, Hey, we're about to leave. We're just going to screw over night shift and make them have to cook for two hours and constantly get yelled at by management because our hot food case didn't have anything in it. Well, it's not our fault. It t- takes like two hours to cook anything in the place unless we're just doing a bunch of fried food. So we would have to cook stuff to keep our cases, um, keep stuff in our cases. Um, we'd have to like fry chicken Um, do rotisserie birds too, because we would still be having to make that stuff. We'd have to complete any orders that we had. Um, still we'd have to keep up our like gourmet, which is like cold salads or like just cold food as well. Um, as well as keep our grab and go area stocked. If anything like ran out, we would have to like make stuff and like package it. Uh, put prices on it, put it out, all that stuff, or else we get yelled at. Um, so we'd have to do all that. That would usually take up most of like the first half of our day is just like doing shit that people should have done before they left, basically. Um, that we got screwed in over into having to. Um, and then we would have to clean everything, floors, tables. Um, we would have to. Clean the all three fryers, the rotisserie, all that stuff. All of the cases that we use are hot and cool case. Um, all of like the hot little area things that we had like our rotisserie chickens on and all that. Uh, we would have to rod rotisserie birds, which was awful because they were always frozen. Having to get a rod through a frozen rotisserie bird, let me tell you, not fun, especially when you're short as fuck like I am. Um, we would have to obviously wait on customers. Our rush was usually like, it'd usually be from like, if it was a weekend, two to like four and then five to like six or seven. Um, our hot case was supposed to close at six. Well, no, no, sorry. I lied. It was supposed to close at seven but half the time it was open till eight just because we would c- continually have people coming up trying to get food from us. Um, we'd have to like clean the floors, all that stuff, which was also horrible. For some reason they designed the entire department. So all of the drains were up on little hills, which means the water would not go into the drains when you would wash the floor. Cause obviously we were working fryer stuff like that. It would get very greasy. So you'd have to lay down, like, water on it, scrub it and everything, and then Mm -hmm. squeegee it into drains. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of the times, the morning people would not go and get, like, the um, freezer stuff. So the... uh, I guess it wasn't freezer... Well, yeah, the freezer stuff, but also they wouldn't get, like, the refrigerated stuff. So, like, the chicken that's supposed to be for tomorrow, they wouldn't have grabbed, so we would have to go and do that. And that was... Awful, because a lot of the times it'd be, like, two girls who were working night shift, especially. Unless we had Hunter there, because Hunter was the only guy who worked night shift. um, And those boxes would usually be right around, like, 50 pounds. And we were all pretty short, and all of the racks were way above our heads. So we'd have to be, like, trying to eat them up on there. Because, of course, they didn't give us a stepladder or anything like that. um, And then have to do trash, all that fun stuff, take out recycling, because morning people never took out there, so then we would always have, like, a massive mountain of stuff that we would have to take out. Um, the dishwasher would always, like, expect us to help her, and if we didn't, she would get really pissed and start throwing shit around, so we would have to help her do her job as well. Yeah, it was just a lot of stuff. Half of it was stuff we shouldn't even really have been having to do, but Morning Shift was just really fucking lazy and didn't do their stuff. And there's a lot more. Oh, yeah, we would have to do, like, keep up with the salad bar, clean that out, take all of the food out of there at the end of the night, which was a lot. I think we usually have, like, 40-some toppings in there, having to remove every single goddamn one. Awful. Um... Clean up the soup pots, all that stuff. That was also awful because people apparently do not how to know how to ladle soup into a container and there'd just be spilled soup every freaking where. Um, clean up the cafe as well. We were in charge of the cafe. We'd have to do the bar as well because half the time we didn't have a bartender either. So we'd have to be pouring people drinks and all that stuff. Um, yeah, definitely not worth um, $8, 10 an hour. Definitely not. Just, like, the physical, like, aspect of it. Not worth 8, 10 an hour. Because, like, y'all know I would come home and I would not be able to move because my back hurts so much from having... Mostly from having to lob those um, boxes of chicken above our heads. Because you can't lift with your legs and it's, like, 50 pounds. Um, And then having to get the rotisserie ones down as well to be able to rob the rotisserie birds... Um, morning shift, however, was, like, night and day. You didn't have to do anything on morning shift. So, I was, we would have, um, different positions in morning shift. So, everyone did their own thing to get, like, stuff open. So, on the weekends, we had, like, a fry cook who would just bread and fry chicken. We had a normal cook who would just make stuff for our hot case. Um, we had, like, a gourmet person who would make stuff for, like, our cool gourmet case. Um, grab-and-go who would make stuff for you know, the pre-made food that people could just grab and leave. We would have someone who would, like, float around and help people with their stuff. And then we would have someone who was, like, on the salad bar who would just, like, do salad bar stuff. And, like I said, I don't understand why they had each person do their own thing when, like, they could have definitely overlapped. For example, the salad bar person would come in at 7... And they would have their entire job done by, like, 8, 8.30. Because it was, like, the easiest thing ever. You would just take the pans, check the date. Okay, if it's bad, throw it out. Put new in. If it's good, just put it into another pan. And you were pretty much done with it. Cut up stuff for the next day. It took... It, I, mean, we, I think we only had, like, five things that we actually cut up for it. So it was, like really, really easy, right? It would take maybe an hour, hour and a half to do it. And then you just have to put in the plates and you're done. Um, cook. If you did it right, it would, you would have like huge spots in the day that you were doing nothing. Cause you would cook everything for your first round. Then you would do nothing for about four hours and then you cook everything for night shift and then you're done. So a lot of the times I was always cook cause I love to cook. So I would, um, a lot of the times go help our fry cook. Our fryer, because they were always really behind because they had, like, our people would take way too many orders that we were not able to keep up with. So, they would need help with breading and stuff like that and actually frying the food. And then our grab-and-go, our floater would just, for the most part, go help grab-and-go, who, like I said, didn't do half their job because they refused to make anything for themselves. So, yeah, morning shift was very, very relaxed. You really did not have to do much. That... Unless you were a fry cook, was worth eight ten an hour, I would say. Cause it was very, very easy. There was a lot of downtime where you wouldn't have to do anything. Um even though like half the time people were like leaving late um and complaining, oh morning shift was so hard. And I'm like, No it ain't, no it ain't honey. <laughs> Go clean the fryers, then you can complain to me that morning shift is hard. It ain't hard. You guys are just lazy as fuck and literally take 30 minutes to put a casserole onto a pan and then put that in the oven. That's not hard. I'm sorry. They'd be over here just making a bunch of pre-made stuff. I'd be over here when I was cook. I'd be actually like, I would like handmade hibachi and stuff like that for it. And they'd be like, I don't know how you always have so much time. And I'm like, I don't know how you don't always have so much time if you're literally throwing shit in pans and throwing it in the oven. I'm over here actually cooking shit. Like, what? I made, like, um, like, I would make really fancy stuff when I worked it. I made, like, um, a buttered chicken one time and stuff by from scratch. I'd make chicken alfredo from scratch. It was great. These people over here taking, like, eight hours to just throw a casserole in the oven. I'm like, what? How? Yeah, so morning shift definitely worth the um worth the money. Night shift definitely not worth the money. How is your work nope. divided, Alpha? You're um, getting
0: exploited. i hope
2: so, it's
1: like, getting the exploited. The actual yeah.
2: job depends on whether you were working, working on front line lobby kind of stuff or if you were working the back line making the food so typically I worked front line um, Closing Occasionally, I used to work drive through, but then I ended up getting put on drive through a lot more uh, throughout the later like times I was there like more recently I guess times that I was there um, so Front line, um, like, lobby closing, had you taking orders as well as filling customer orders, you would have to go out into the lobby, sweep, wipe down tables as the night goes on, as well as having to uh, clean bathrooms, take out trash, and sweep and mop the entire lobby at the end of the night. Then drive-through had you take take orders. Um you know, they'd have you like help fill um as well at the throughout the night and sometimes you might have to be the one that actually has to, you know, take it, fill it and hand it out because a lot of times we didn't have a lot of staffing. So When I first started there, we had one person closing front, one person closing drive through, one person closing back line, a manager, and then one extra person till seven o'clock when we used to close at 10 or seven to eight. Seven, seven or eight o'clock. And so like then there's like, you know, five people for the, the whole restaurant for five hours, at least. Well, five hours, I guess, is when we closed when I came in, because it was five-hour shifts. But with somebody leaving at, like, eight, you know, you still have two hours where it's going to be only four people there. So, anyway. The drive through position also has to do all the dishes, so all the um, square, like stainless steel containers that backline has that you has like the lettuce in it, the tomatoes, the all that as well as like the sauce bottles you had to clean so if they were like had mayo and stuff and you know they put it on sandwiches but if the bottle runs out, well then you have to go clean the whole bottle and everything. You had the trays from front line that all the customers that ordered to you know dine in were using you had Fry station, because fry station had to be clean every night. So you had to tear apart all the the fry baskets, all the trays underneath the fry, fry baskets that would catch, like, uh the oil dripping, the, the, uh... All, like, the, the big containers that were actually sitting in the giant fry station. You had to take those out, clean them. You had to actually clean... Inside the fry station, you had to clean the surfaces and countertops that were pretty much going on there, like throughout the the kitchen. You also had to depending on the night, you also had to take apart the sh- or not take apart but clean the shake machine, which has like a bunch of other parts to it, and more recently, they stopped having you clean them like every night and it only became like a like twice a night kind of thing as well as now that there's lemonade, they also have to clean the lemonade like twice a not twice a night, I mean twice a week. And clean the lemonade twice a week. So drive through has a lot more than frontline really does. So usually the you would like expect frontline to also help drive through since they don't have as much. And dot di- in the dining room used to close um, at 10, or dining room closed at 10, but you were scheduled at 10 for front, or front line, like, dining room closing, but drive through was always scheduled half an hour later than front line. So, he also took that into consideration, and, but you were still paid the same no matter which position you worked. Unless you were trained on multiple positions, you were, you made more, you made, like, maybe 25 cent more. If you were trained on like frontline drive through and backline, you made make 25 cents more. Backline had to do all the sandwich orders pretty much, as well as, um, actually, that's main, or sweeping floors like in, in the kitchen. They had to basically clean, mop, scrub the floors in the kitchen, take out the kitchen trashes, um, stock like the fry freezers and stuff like that i didn't actually get fully trained on back lines so i can't speak of everything they do so it gets pretty difficult to do these jobs when you're short-staffed and since we were already short-staffed the pandemic made it even harder when There was a labor shortage. So they ended up increasing the wage at least. So now I think they're up to $12 an hour. So it's still not great. (laughs) But it's better than than the $7.25 that I was making when I was there. Because I was making minimum wage for when I first started and it was the same job throughout the whole time but now they're also like less lenient on the actual quality that you do your job I've noticed because when I was there over the summer it was pretty awful in terms of like what the employees would actually do that were a part of their jobs and the quality to which they would do it was just awful.
1: job jumping my old job and how much they made.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's because they literally couldn't find anybody. They actually have to close an hour earlier now because nobody wants to um, stay to, you know, 10. At bare minimum, you were there to 10 because that's when we closed, but... Oftentimes you are there way later than ten, usually ten, thirty, eleven o'clock. if you're drive through, you're usually there till eleven, maybe even eleven, twenty if you got like really behind.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it's just a a lot, especially drive through. I always hated closing drive through because it was so much because you didn't have extra people. Like the person that was like, Oh, an extra to like seven or eight would like be on drive through with you for a little bit, and then you know they'd leave, and then you'd get swarmed, and you had nobody basically to help you out through the rest of the night, and you had to balance taking orders, doing dishes, handing out the order, um, taking their making sure like their card went through and because if you you didn't do that, then you're going to get screamed at by the manager as well because something, you know, happened with the register or, like you. There's a lot that could actually go wrong. And I've seen other people like accidentally do stuff when they were working drive through. So the stress of the job is just a lot, even though like the pay is none and it's mostly because there's no scheduling, like the scheduling is just not enough people.
0: Yeah. Um. You know, we're gonna get into the uh, treatment that we were giving or getting from customers. Um. I don't know why, but like, I'm pretty sure we can all agree that some customers just be like super audacious. For no reason. And. Like there was this one time. um, This lady. She came up. And she had two bottles of wine. And. I asked her. If she wanted it back. Because some people just be walking out with the wine bottle. And just take out the bag. And like throw it at me. I'm like okay. but Anyway I asked her. And she's like, yeah, I want it bag, but just put it in one bag. So I'm like, okay. So I put it in one bag, but then I double that bag. And then she, like, removes one of the bags off and then walks off the store. And then I see that she's coming back in again. And I'm like, what the heck happened? So then she comes up and she's like, one of the bottles broke. I'm like, bro, I gave you the two bags for this reason. They were, yeah, but you didn't package it right. I'm like, I didn't package it right? Me. Okay. So then she's like, can I go grab another one? I'm like, no. What? And then she goes and she gets another one. And then I'm like, ma'am, you can't just get I literally told you, like, you can't do that. And the manager comes up. She's like, what's wrong? And I'm like. She broke the thing outside of the store. Like, as soon as you walk out that door, that's it. You can't do that. And the manager's like, yeah, he's right. You can't do that. You walked out the store premises. Like, sorry, but you can't. You'll have to buy another one. So she got mad. She was so pissed that her clownery made the wine bottle break. And I double bagged it. And then ever since then, at that moment, When shooting me at the register, he's like, "I'm still mad at you, and I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> I literally forgot about you until you just came in the store today, so thank you for telling me that I'm living in your head rent free yeah, like and there was this other dude who there was an error that happened, and he was three dollars short of the change, and he was like are you trying to scam me? Are you trying to steal my money? You're not slick. I will get you fired right here and make a scene. And I'm like it was an error because I think what happened was I was trying to remove one of the items but I think I removed the wrong item that he didn't want and it was three more dollars expensive than the one that he wanted to get rid of so that three dollars was the one that was missing and it was just like a misunderstanding and He just, like, super escalated it to something that it was, like, not even supposed to be. And I was just like, what is wrong with you? Like, you're on your phone talking to someone, trying to act all big and bad. And it's just $3. Like, relax. I'll give it to you. But Jesus. Yeah, I had to redo the whole transaction. I called the manager. He was accusing me of trying to steal. And I'm, like, explaining, like, no, bro. Like please, my God! Like I don't know why customers always think that you have it out for them. Like I don't know you. You come in here for a service, and I'm here trying to give you it, and then you think I'm trying to scam you. you think I'm trying to steal your information. I've had customers come up and say, um, they will reply when I ask them cash or card. They're like, oh, cash, because you guys love to steal my card information, and I'm like, huh. In one universe, like, show me where we're stealing your card information and keeping it. Point. Like, please, get out of here. Um, working at Arby's. Uh, what did you have? Because I've never worked at a food service, Sean. So I really want to know how that worked.
2: I mean, you've got a lot of people (laughs) complaining about, well, I mean, there are people that will say they got, oh, I got a side of fries, when their order does not have a side of fries on it or anything like that, which could be, you know, an actual mistake that they forgot to ring up. Either way, or you'd have people you, um, I've had somebody that came in with like the food, a bag of food that was just like the bag was ripped and all that stuff, screaming at me for not bagging it correctly, and that all their food fell out once they got home, and how they live half an hour away, and just screaming at me. Bro, had people that's yeah
0: half an hour, so they drove an hour for RVs in total. Get out of here! It is not that serious.
2: I know. Like, it's a fucking fast food restaurant. You're driving half an hour to go get drive through food because you're taking it home with you, so you're not even like sitting down to eat it. You're just either you're taking it all the way to Timbuktu just to freaking eat. I've had people co- also come in, scream about like, oh, you forgot my Like cheese sauce or whatever, which I mean, we do charge for that. So, I mean, understandable why they want that back, but it's like, it's not my fault. And I think I've had also customers that weren't just, you know, screaming at me. I've had ones that. Steal like. The one lady would walk in like and she'd she'd bring in her own cup or whatever she'd walk straight over to the fountain machine, didn't pay for a single thing, start filling her cup up and walk right back out.
0: Right.
2: Or I've had like customers there like just sit in lobby till like we're way past we're closed. Like I've had somebody sit there for like an hour after we closed and I'm not allowed to kick them out. Why? Because I'm not allowed to kick people out; only the manager can, and the manager was fine with it.
0: Bro, hell no! I, I would have been like, I need to go home.
2: Yeah, so I was Thank there till you. eleven, waiting for them to leave. And they were they they didn't even have food anymore. They were sitting because they that customer was literally there from like six p.m. to eleven just like they I mean they were just sitting basically sitting there after they got finished eating and they were working on whatever the heck they were working on on their laptop and just sitting there for that long oh um.
0: uh, yeah.
2: yeah customers can be a pain yeah I mean they're <laughs> yeah Especially, like, if they're mad about discounts or whatever. Oh, you didn't ring me up right. Or just just not ringing them up right. So, like, or they scream at you because they don't understand what they're they're ordering. They're like, "Mm, can I get a beef and cheddar sandwich? Which is an actual sandwich we have named that. And then they get mad because they get that sandwich when they just wanted a regular roast beef classic with an add cheese on it. So they get mad at you for that. It's like, that is literally the name of the sandwich. Or they're I like, can I, get a, can I get a regular half pound, medium, large, like, classic, please? I'm like, what does that mean?
1: Uh, I would have it happen where... Mad. Where we have like different pieces of chicken, like breast size, like wings. And they'd be like, I want a breast. So we grab them a breast. And they were like, No, that's not what I want. I want a breast. And I'm like, This is a breast. And they were like, No, it's not. And I'm like, <laughs> Just fucking point to what you want.
2: literally. I like, was yeah. just like, That's not that. Like, the fact that there's. They're...
1: They'd be like, They'd be pointing at the leg. And I'm like, That's not a breast. <laughs>
2: they just don't know another thing that i got yelled at a lot for too is because i couldn't hear them when i was on headset so like the headsets were so awful so it feeds back into itself and creates a really loud like ringing or like like an echoing kind of thing because there's like not the proper like it wasn't installed properly and that's not like my fault or anything so they're over here yelling at me because I have to ask them, like, I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Like, five or six different times because it keeps cutting out or ringing. And it gets even worse if somebody is next to you with a headset, not even if, if their mic's on. Just their headset being next to you, like, makes it act up, too. So it's just awful. And you get yelled at for stupid shit like that.
1: Wow. Yeah, we had, like, people would call in to place orders and stuff. And half the time, their phones would be shit, or they'd be driving while they are trying to talk, and I'd have to ask, like, what they wanted, like, four or five times. And then they'd start to get mad. And I'm like, it's not my fault that your phone keeps cutting out. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I'm sorry, but...
2: You know what you remind me of, too? I get so what? mad when I'm working drive through because not only do I have that headset issue, but I also... Uh, come across the issue where people in the passenger seat or the back seat are like saying what they want and they're the ones that are ordering so the person that's in the driver's seat isn't repeating it or anything so i have like i i can barely even hear what they're saying it's like like i can't understand a word that's coming from their mouth and then they're like did you get all that And like no i didn't get any of that like what like i'll read back the order and they're like well you didn't you missed this 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 and like when did you fucking say that <laughs> I um, that cheated.
0: reminded me though um about the customers saying like the wrong thing so every saturday we would have to put up ad tags on the shelf so that The customers could see, like, what item is on promotion, what's on sale. And I would have so many customers, but there was this one lady specifically. She wanted these, um... It was like a, uh... A shampoo thing going on sale, I think. Or some soap or whatever. And she brought in a whole bunch. And... Um... When she brought it up, she was like, oh, this should be this should be on sale. I checked, and it should be like, blah, blah, blah. It, I forgot what the price was, but when I checked it, on the screen, it will say sale when it's on sale. It didn't say that. So I'm like, okay, we're going to have an issue here. Um, I said that to myself mentally, and then I told her, like, um, excuse me, this is not on sale. There's no offer going on. She's like, but the tie is over there, so it should be on sale, so apply it. And I'm like, Ma'am, there is no sale. She's like, do you want me to go get the ticket? I could show you. And I'm like, okay, get it. Like, I promise you, you're not gonna win this. So she goes. Um, she didn't hold up the line because I canceled her transaction and I just put in the others. So when she came back, um, it was an empty line, thank God. So I could take my time explaining to her why she's wrong. And she comes in with the ad. And the way that she was so wrong was so funny to me. Because she was so loud and audacious about this. But the ad was for another product. Like, what she wanted was Dove. And the ad was saying, like, the Suave brand. Or the Suave, Suave, whatever the hell. And I'm like, can you, like, read? And she's like, well, it was misplaced badly. Sorry. I'm like, misplaced badly? Or are you just blind? And, oh my god, dude, like, if you see the tag, it's because that's where it's supposed to be. We never really made mistakes with that because we have these devices that it shows you the specific location where it's supposed to go in the aisle in the shelf. It would say, like, aisle seven, like, shelf two, position three. Like, you know it's going to be in that third placement of the second shelf of aisle seven. So it was, like, near impossible to misplace them. So I was very confident what she was saying was wrong. And, like, these customers, they just look at the price and don't even look at the product. Like, it's not that hard to read. It's right above the price, what the product is. But, oh, my God, that, I remember that so clearly. I was like, girl, like, be fucking for real. And then at the end of it, she broke the tie like she ripped it up in half and i'm like we literally needed that she's like oh well it should not have been in the first place i'm like okay literally okay like it's above me
1: My um, God. yeah so we would have sales too and our we wouldn't so like whenever we put stuff out on our shelves for example if we were putting like pot pies out there right we just had a code that we would type into like our little um label thing. I don't scale. It was like a scale that would make labels. We just had a code we type in and we just hit print and it would start printing however many we needed. Well, you'd have to hit print every time with the with our setup. Um, but we even if it was on sale, it would still show the same as like the normal price of it because it didn't change in that system. It changed at the registers. You know, like every other product, you don't, we don't put a, spe- you don't put a special barcode on your Cheerios that they're on sale, for example. It's, yeah. you know, just a normal barcode. Mm-hmm. And we would always have so many people coming up to us whenever we had anything in our department on sale. Why, why, why isn't it showing on, on the, um, on the label that it's that price? And we're just, every mm-hmm. time, and it was always the same goddamn people, we'd be like, it will show, when you check out at the register and use your Giant Eagle Advantage card. Because that was another thing. You had to use your Advantage Uh-oh. card to get, like, the oh, perk. No. To get the I... thing.
0: That's another thing.
1: Every time. It was always so annoying.
0: Cool. That reminds me. So, at Walgreens, you have the Walgreens Rewards Program, which you had to put in your number to redeem your points or get any, like, money off as a discount. And... A lot of Every offer that you see the tags Only applied if you had the Walgreens thing So you had to ask them At the beginning of every transaction Would you like to put in your phone number And Some people They would say oh no I don't care about that They never lower my price down anyways I'm like okay And then they expect for the discount To be applied to them And I'm like this is literally the reason why I asked you if you would like to put in your phone number And then they're like, oh, I don't have an account. It's too difficult. I'm like, it quite literally is not. Like, I could do it for you. Then if you ask them, do you want to make it? They're like, no, I don't have time. So I'm like, you don't have time. You complain that it never works, but then you never want to do it. I can't help you anymore. Yeah. It was like, God.
1: Customers are annoying. I had... um. One one story that always stands out to in my mind about customers is we had this little old lady who come in. She was like she would always ride those carts around those uh, electronic carts, you know, that mm-hmm. they have grocery stores. And to put this into perspective, she come to our our area. She would usually get um twelve fried chicken legs. Now, whenever we drop chicken for our case, we only drop. 12 of each piece at a time because that's just what our fryer can fit um so she would take out like an entire drop of chicken legs whenever she'd come over and she came over like probably two or three times a week and then she'd go over and get uh frozen Stouffer's mac and cheese and then check out at our register that we had and to put this into perspective how this lady was if we were not there waiting on her within like a minute she would literally get up out of her cart and walk around our counter over to us and like tap us on the shoulder to come wait on her. If we like had our backs turned because we were like cleaning out the fryers or the rotisserie or something, or if we were in the back, she would literally come and find us. Because another thing with those little carts, like how high up our cases were, we literally could not see people when they were in carts in our department unless we were like looking over the, um, the counters. Um, so one time we had an order of chicken that was supposed to be made. Um, but the order, I, yeah, the order did, it was very specific pieces. It had like no legs or anything like that. It was a very small order. It was maybe like four or five breasts, I think, and like a few wings. Um, and so, and we needed some chicken for our case, um, at the same time. So my, I was doing something else. My friend Hunter put some chicken down, um, that was supposed to be for that order. And then he went off to like the restroom. Now I didn't pay attention to what he had dropped, um, I just figured he dropped the normal, like, 48 piece that we always do because it was, like, a really small, like, weird order. I didn't think that he would only drop that order down into our big fryer because that's mm. kind of dumb. Hunter's kind of dumb sometimes. I love him, but he's kind of dumb sometimes. Um, So this lady comes over who always comes over, and we had, I think, like, four legs in our case or something like that. And I told her, there's only like, I think two minutes left on the fryer by the time she came over. I told her, I was like, yeah, the fryer only has like two minutes left on it. And I think Hunter put some, um, enough lights down that you'll be able to like get your 12 legs. So she waits for it. I bring it, I bring up the fryer when it goes off. There's no legs in it at all. It was just the order. And I'm like, I'm just thinking in my head, I'm like, Hunter, you are so stupid a (laughs) b i'm thinking how am i gonna tell this old ass lady that she's gonna have to wait longer so i go over to her i explain i'm like i'm so sorry hunter like only put down the order that we have i don't have enough even if i um i think it might have had a few legs in it I, i can't remember it was a while ago but i told her like i'm not gonna be able to get like the 12 legs for you i can drop 12 legs fresh in one of our small fryers and it'll be done in about like five to six minutes. And I told her that she could go get her other groceries and come back and it will be done. Instead of doing that, she spent a good 20 minutes screaming at me how I'm so stupid. I should have never been hired. She didn't understand why I still work there and so many other people don't anymore. And she just yelled at me for 20 minutes straight. Given in that 20 minutes time, I could have dropped those legs, had them up for her. She could have gotten her food and been on her way probably home by then. 20 minutes. I had to stand there while she yelled at me and then she just left.
0: So I would have walked away and said, okay, that's enough. And just dumped her legs and whatever.
1: And I was like trying to calm her down the whole time. No, I tried. Then she started screaming um, louder. I tried to walk away. She, like, started screaming, don't walk away from me, or some shit like that. Like, seriously? Um, another interaction I had was when I was working mornings. It was, uh, during the morning. This lady came up, and she wanted sausage and peppers. Okay. So, she said she wanted, like, we had different size containers. We had, like, half pound, a pound, and then two pounds of it. She was like, I want a half pound of the sausage and peppers. I was like, okay. So, I start, like, putting them, putting them in there. And then she was like, oh, no, you know what? That's not enough. I want two pounds of it. And I'm like, okay, that's a big difference. I feel like you should have known this, like, before. And I had already labeled it and everything for her. So I had to, like, take off the label, open up the top, which opening up those tops was horrible for some reason. They were just horrible containers. Dumped what I had already given her into a two-pound, put the rest in put a new, new lid on, got a new like paper and everything, a new tag for it. I was about to hand it to her, and then she was like, oh, I don't want any peppers or onions. What? Oh.
2: And her sausage and peppers!
1: And at this point, like obviously, I'm getting kind of annoyed. She watched me do this twice, did not say that at all, by the way. So I had to open it, dump it all out, and then only try and get sausage in there. And like, she just started saying to me, she was like, you really wanna yell at me, huh? You really wanna yell. You wanna like go off on me, don't you? You really wanna scream at me. I'm just annoying, I'm just annoying you, aren't I? Aren't I, aren't I? And she was just saying that like over and over again like that Well, I'm trying to like get her order. And I'm like, at this point, I'm like, and she had like a whole buggy for. I'm like, I know she's just trying to get me to yell at her so she can go complain to a manager and try and get all of her food for free. I knew that's what she was doing. So, I was, like, really nice to her. I got her thing, put it up there for her, told her, have a nice day, and then I walked away. And you can tell she was pissed that I didn't yell at her. Oh, The audacity of people.
2: I know. Oh, my God.
1: Like, you're going to stand here at 9 9 or 10 a.m. and do that to someone, really? Because you don't want to pay for your damn sausage and peppers. (laughs) Customers be so dumb, bitch.
2: They really do. (laughs) They literally will. You will be handing them their damn order at Arby's, and they will be like, oh, actually, can I get mozzarella sticks with that instead of fries?
1: (laughs) Oh, there was, um. There, I love the mozzarella sticks at Arby's, by the way. There's another <laughs> time, though. They cook for another this...
2: three fucking minutes, so I gotta go drop them in the fryer because
1: we don't hold them. <laughs> I know, that's what makes them so good. Um, <laughs> But there's just another time that this wasn't really, well, this was a customer, but not necessarily directed at me, but there's this little girl and her mom, and we had, like, a wet floor sign out because it was, like, raining that day or something. I, I can't remember. I think it was raining, so, like, the floor was wet, so we had a wet floor sign out. And this little girl was literally eating herself around the store and slipped and fell right in front of our department. And then she got up and started dancing away. So, like, we didn't think anything of it, right? Because she seemed, like, perfectly fine. Because she was perfectly fine. And then a week went by and our manager came over and called me and my friend Kylie up. Because I, me and her were standing there... um like, in our department. So we kind of, like, saw it, but we really weren't paying attention because, like, why would we be? And we were, like, getting questioned about it, like, so much. They were, like, did she seem fine when she fell? Like, all this stuff. And we're, like, we weren't really paying attention, but, like, she, afterwards, she was, like, dancing around. So pretty sure she was fine. This, like, late, this girl's mom was trying to get all of her groceries for free, saying that her daughter got, like, horribly injured in the store. And we're, like, no. Like the lengths that people go to to try and get shit for free,
2: literally.
1: We're like, a, no, she was perfectly fine. B, there was a wet floor sign out, so like, that kind of negates her responsibility from the store because she shouldn't have been running around when she knew the floor was wet, anyways. Guess who didn't get the groceries for free? As she
0: shouldn't. <laughs>
1: I think that was all of my grievances with um, working in retail. Please be nice to retail workers. They are underpaid. Um, They don't get paid enough to deal with your bullshit. So, like, don't take your bad life out on them. Thanks for listening to my TED Talk. What about you guys? I
0: don't know i think that was kind of it like uh, from what i remember at least
2: yeah i mean don't be the person that's trying to nitpick (laughs) everything to try and get something for free
1: literally so many people do that there's
2: so many people that do
1: that people would like nitpick our chicken to try and get it for free it was always so annoying. And then the man, we just ended up, like, at some point, we just ended up starting to give it out for free if, like, they were complaining about it because we knew that the manager would just come over and tell us to give it to them for free anyways.
2: Yeah, I've handed out a lot of free food because it was just, like, I'm not dealing with this shit because most of the time you'll have to remake the orders. Or I'm like, just, like, they tell me what's yeah. wrong. And I'm like, okay, I go tell Backline to make it and then you go hand it out. And I'm done and with when it. i say. I'm not-
1: when I say people nitpicking food, it'll have been sitting in our cage for five minutes and they'll be like, That's old. And we'll be like, mm-hmm. It literally just came out and they're like, No, it's old. I wanna to speak to your manager. And then they get their A-Piece for free.
2: There are times that I literally just drop the fries from, like out of from the fucking like fry station, put it in the thing, and then I go and serve them. And they come back to me saying, My fries are cold.
1: Literally. Stop being petty-ass bitches when you go shopping. Or go to restaurants, or go to grocery stores. Period.
0: Funny. I had this one dude who bought everything when it was on sale, tried to return it when the sale was off, and when we did the return, it was only on the discounted price that we gave him the money back. He's like, you guys are trying to steal money from me because the prices on the store actually says it's this and the discount is this. So I'm really missing money that you guys are stealing from me and we're like dude, you can't return discounted prices at the regular price.
1: Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) Like,
0: you can't do that. That's not how this works.
1: That's not how money works, sir. I'm sorry.
0: And you know what the best part, too? If they use their points and then try to return, they think that the points they earned can be exchanged for actual money. Cash. Yeah. And you can't do that. It goes back into, like, this little card that we give you for rewards. And they would always get so mad. And I'm like, that's literally how it works.
1: That's so funny.
0: Yeah, I think that's it for me.
1: Alright. Um, so yeah, stop being petty and um to retail workers. You know, they do not make a lot of money, um, and they do not deserve it. Uh, if you feel so kind, please subscribe to us, follow us, whatever, give us five stars. Wherever you're listening to us at, it helps new people find us and all that fun stuff guy what's the topic for next week
0: red flags in friendships relationships and family members guys uh if you guys want to talk about that but um yeah there's been a lot of quote-unquote friends that i have had that
1: that we have had
0: yeah that we've had <laughs> that we kind of just ignored um some people just don't be accountable for their actions or manipulate stories to make themselves
1: like, I like, Let me innocent. tell you, I just had one happen two days ago. But yeah, so we'll be going over red flags then. Um, and we have a lot to talk about that as well. So I hope you enjoyed listening and come back next week to listen about red flags.